on episode 324 of Nintendo Switchcraft, Labo VR is here. Get your carpenter pencil. Disney is coming to consoles. We've got a release date for Catan and your feedback. It's Nintendo Switchcraft. Let's get started. Here we are. We're back with another episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, if you didn't know, this show is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. This episode of Nintendo Switchcraft is brought, to you, is brought to you by Chris B. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run jump Stomp. Mario is an Italian plumber who, under your control, enters the Mushroom Kingdom to fight off killer turtles and deadly ducks until he can rescue the Princess Toadstool. Okay, that was a little longer than I anticipated. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, Labo VR, it's here. It's it's here. I've got one in my hands right here. I'm going to put it together. My son and I are going to put this together uh, after... I record the show. He's downstairs getting his switch charged up. Uh, so I won't be able to talk about it on this episode, but make sure that if you're not subscribing, that you subscribe. And I just dropped it. Fantastic audio bill. Um, uh, make sure you subscribe so that you get the next episode. When I do talk about our experience with Labo VR, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for my son to actually be able to try out VR for the first time. But what I'm more excited about is, <laughs> is what is coming along with it. Uh, the first thing is this tweet from um, Mario Odyssey JP. Now, I don't know if this is a... It, oh, yeah, this is... um This is a... Uh, it's got a little check mark next to it. So that means that this is a uh, an official thing. But Mario Odyssey tweeted out this uh, this tweet um, of a new mode that's coming to Mario Odyssey. Now, we already knew that that Mario Odyssey was going to be compatible with Labo VR. Uh, they have they, they kind of talked about it previously as they were bringing in a bunch of mini games with it. Uh, however, uh, on the 26th of April, we're also going to be getting uh, what's known as a theater mode. So I'm, Google's translating this for me, and, and the, the, the tweet reads, the April 26th update also adds a theater mode where you can see the movie scene. So all of the cut scenes that are in the game, and if you haven't played Mario Odyssey, go download it right now, buy it, go to a store, however it is that you're going to pick it up, because that game is fantastic, really great game. And it's got some fan really good, really good cutscenes in it as well. Stuff that I was just like, I remember, go I um, remember going back and watching them already once. And that's not usually something that I do. It's just they're that good. Uh, so you can open these up and look at these cutscenes with the VR goggles with Labo VR, and that's going to give you the ability to see them in 3D, which is kind of cool. Um, so it, it goes on to say you can see images 
such as the opening in a three-dimensional image with depth. I, I am surprised at the punch of Koopa. I don't know what that means, but sure. Um, that's not the only Nintendo Labo VR news today, though. Uh, there's also this really weird tweet, um, or not, not necessarily a, a weird tweet, but it's a weird video. And Nintendo Life found this video. I'm going to pause it so I can bring it up. If you're, if you're listening to the show, I highly recommend that you go to the show notes. You can find the show notes over at my website, runjumpstomp.com. Or you can just look for hashtag PowerUpToad on Twitter. And <laughs> there's this really, really weird video that Nintendo had put out featuring the... I, I can't remember what it's called. It's, the, it's this foot pedal thing that has a cardboard thing that kind of pushes wind at you. Um, and it come, it's part of the VR kit, basically. Uh, part of the bird kit, I think. And this thing was all decorated to look like Toad. So I'm going to show the video to the people who are watching either live at Twitch or uh, watching the YouTube video after the fact. But you put your foot in Toad's lap and push down. <laughs> and you push down and he kind of does sit-ups. Um, there's a weird, very strange connotation for me with this. I don't, it's kind of a little off-putting, uh, but this is on Nintendo's line account. Now, I don't really know what line is. I have seen some stuff from line before, like, uh, little audio clips or stickers, like digital stickers. Uh, so basically you're stomping on Toad's junk and he really, really likes it. And it helps him, uh, get some, some sweet abs because he's doing these sit-ups. All joking aside, I think it's pretty clever and it looks funny, but just, you have to see this image. Uh, I suppose I should say warning, you can't unsee this image, but it's, it's funny and and pretty clever as well. Toad doing uh, doing some sit ups here. It it definitely made me laugh when I saw this. What do you guys think? Are you decorated like those of you that have the Nintendo Labo? Like Nintendo kind of um like they they kind of made a big deal. Look, it's cardboard. You can decorate it. Do you guys who own Labo? Do you guys decorate it and color on it and stuff or do you just make the cardboard stuff and use it and then put it off to the side when you're done? Uh, my my son and I are going to have to find some googly eyes. Um, this is something I've always wanted to do with VR. I want to find some googly eyes and put them on the face so that when you're playing the VR game, you have googly eyes because you have to. It's just it's just too funny not to. <laughs> Let the Radio Shack TRS-80 put the world of color computing into your home. All right. The, the next story we've got here is a uh, Nintendo UK store uh, showed off Super Mario Maker 2 pre-order bonuses. This comes to us from MyNintendoNews.com. Uh, and they're, they're actually kind of cool looking. There is... I don't know if you guys know what a carpenter pencil is. As my dad is a carpenter. 
Uh, he did siding and roofing and carpentry his whole life. In fact, not even less than less than an hour ago, he and I were out back fixing some siding. Uh, if you haven't been hanging around the channel for long enough, uh, what you might not know is that we just recently resided my entire house uh, at the very tail end of last summer. And then um, probably a month and a half ago or so, we had a ridiculous windstorm here and it ripped some siding off the house, which was pretty unfortunate, but we had some extra siding left over. So we had, we, he and I were just fixing that downstairs. And when I say he and I, I mean, he was fixing it and he was just pointing at me and telling me to do things because I have no zero skills in that. No matter how long I worked for him when I was a kid, I never developed the skill set that he has. And I think that it's just something that is beyond me. So uh, anyway, we were fixing that. Uh, but a carpenter pencil is this weird flat pencil. And the reason you want a flat pencil as a carpenter is because it's not going to roll down, like down the roof. You set it down and it stays in its place. And I always found it weird because like when I was a kid, we would like my brothers and I listen, my dad doesn't listen to the show. So I guess I don't have to worry about it. But my brothers and I would steal those carpenter pencils from him because they were unique. Like nobody at school had pencils like that. So we always had these cool flat pencils. Of course, they wouldn't fit in pencil sharpeners because pencil sharpeners are round. So you had to sharpen them with a knife and you couldn't bring a knife to school. So you would have to sharpen them at home. But anyway, I, I digress. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 has pre-order bonuses. It comes with a carpenter's pencil and a carpenter's pad. Now, I don't really understand what they mean by a carpenter's pad. It just looks like, like a flat surface that has the Mario Maker logo on it. I'm not sure what makes it a carpenter's pad. Uh, but oh my gosh, look at this. It is a flat pencil pencil sharpener. I have never seen one of these in my life. We always just pulled out a utility knife. Uh, that, that's the kind of knife where you uh, use your thumb to stick the blade out. And then we would just whittle the end of the pencil until you had a point on it. Um, I've never seen a flat pencil sharpener. Um, I'm going to have to get this and send it to my dad. I'm not going to get this because I'm going to get the digital version of Super Mario Maker 2 because that's what I do. I'm a digital kind of guy. Um, but it comes with the carpenter's pad and a carpenter's pencil and I guess a pencil sharpener. And I think that that's really cool. I definitely lo would love to have that stuff just to put on the shelf behind me, but I don't want a cartridge. I do wish that they would give us the option to buy just the physical stuff from a store or something uh, as as cool little things. You know, there's something that I've been thinking about for a while, and it's uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to bring it up now because I feel like I've hit a, a decent segue for this. You know, we, we constantly talk about physical versus digital and what's going to happen when physical stuff goes away. We've got the Xbox coming out soon that is going to have no disc. In, for the system at all. Um, and more and more games are coming out and they are digital only. But it occurs to me that, you know, the reason, I mean, yes, people want to be able to play their games in perpetuity. But another reason that people want physical 
things is because they want to have a tangible thing that they can appreciate after they are done with the game. You know, they can look at it on the shelf and be like, there's that cool thing. You know what I mean? And I almost wonder if in the next few years, what we'll have more and more of is things like Sonic Mania, where you get, you buy a thing and it comes with a code for a game, but doesn't come with like a cartridge or a disc or anything. And it, it's just like you're buying the physical thing, not the cartridge or the disc. And it happens to have the game with it as a code. And I anticipate that in the future, that's the kind of thing that places like GameStop will carry. Because right now, yeah, they carry games. But as those games go more and more digital as uh, publishers, and I, I, I kind of did a long discussion on this uh, yesterday on Run, Jump, Stomp, uh, my general gaming podcast. I anticipate, and I actually, I kind of um, guessed at this uh, at a point previously when Amiibo was were like really, really popular. What if you go and you buy a game and it's just an Amiibo with a code or not even a code? It's an Amiibo. You tap it to your Nintendo Switch and it unlocks it for the first time. And now you can download the game. So the, the Amiibo is the key. Uh, that lets you download the game for the first time, and then you can put it on your shelf. And now, now you have the tangible thing that people want, but you also, I mean, I think that that's better than a case with a cartridge in it. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think that a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but as somebody who likes to collect the the knickknacky stuff of video games, like if you're watching the video, you can see all the all the neat stuff that I have on my shelf behind me. Um, as somebody who likes to collect that kind of stuff, and I really don't care nearly as much about the game in a box, I think I find that much more appealing than anything else. But I've certainly gone off the beaten path here and gotten distracted by shiny things. Let's kind of bring everything back to where we were, and that is the Super Mario Maker uh, pre-order bonuses. That's not the only... Uh, pre-order bonus. Now, uh, that is the Carpenter's Pad and Pencil Set. You can also spend 10 uh, pounds extra. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be $10 extra when it comes over to the U.S. And you can get the Diorama Kit, which is actually way cooler. Um, it has this, It comes with Super Mario Maker 2, of course. And it comes with like a, uh, a Goomba a pipe, a bomb arm, uh, a castle with a flag, and a Mario. And I think it looks really cool and would love to have that on my shelf again. But it, but I would prefer to have a digital game so that I don't have to go hunting for the cartridge when it's time to play it. I prefer the I prefer the tacticality. Is that a word? Uh, the the tact tactical tactical. That's not the word I'm looking for. What is the word that I'm I prefer the physical thing in my hand, but I also prefer the convenience of playing games digitally. I don't know. Um, are either of these interesting to you guys? Are, are you going to go out and pick up the diorama or are you going to pick up the 
uh, pencil version, or are you going to go all digital like me? Tangible. Thank you, Twilight Highland uh, in chat. Tangible. That's the word that I could not think of, even though I think I said it probably about 15 times uh, three minutes before I was struggling to find that word. Okay, Disney is coming to consoles. What do I mean by Disney? I mean Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus is the streaming service. Now, if you have been a big fan of uh, Daredevil and Punisher and uh, Iron Fist, I wasn't really a fan of Iron Fist, uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, like these are some fantastic TV shows that were on Netflix. They were Netflix shows, but they were owned by Disney. Well, Disney made it so expensive for Netflix to keep those licenses that Netflix finally said, you know what, we just, we can't do it. So they let those things go. And the reason why Disney did that, even though those shows were really, really successful, the reason Disney did that is because Disney is moving all of their stuff to their own streaming service. Now, I'm of two minds on this because... I love the stuff that Disney, Disney owns 90% of my childhood. Well, Disney owns 60% of my childhood. If it was a a screen, like a movie or a TV show, Disney probably owns it now uh, because they have Fox, they have uh, Marvel, they have Star Wars. And, you know, that's the big three. That's the, that's the big three right there. Those are the three things that you want to have if you want to be able to keep nerds like me interested in the content that you make. The other stuff that I had was video games, okay? But mostly it was TV and movies. And Disney Plus is uh, their their streaming service. Now, why am I talking about this on a Nintendo show or a video game show? Well, the reason I'm talking about it is because in a video presentation to investors today, uh, Disney outlined their plan to bring Disney Plus video streaming platforms to consoles, including the PS4, the Xbox One, and you guessed it, the Nintendo Switch, okay? Uh, So we even have like a little graphic here that shows all the ways that you can watch Disney Plus. And of course, they've got two shows that I have to watch, The Mandalorian uh, and the one about Cassian Andor, I'm very excited about these two shows. And of course, all of the Marvel movies will be there as well. So it's going to be really difficult for me not to have yet another subscription to another service. But I don't know. Disney Plus is going to have a lot of the stuff that I really like. So now I'm going to be subscribing to uh, Hulu, Netflix, YouTube, and Disney. Uh, those are going to be my big four, and I still can't watch Star Trek. Like, I, I part of me almost wants. I I hate to say more consolidation, just because I I think consolidation in the market is generally a bad thing. But it would, it would almost be nice if Disney would just buy uh, CBS so that they could include the Star Trek stuff uh, in there as well. Because I don't want to pay for CBS just for Star Trek. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, Disney Plus is coming to consoles, including the Nintendo Switch. Are you guys excited about that? I'm not super excited about it because I'm not going to watch it on my Switch. I'm going to be watching it on my TV. 
you know, I've said this a million times. I've said, look at me. I am surrounded by screens that can connect to the internet and watch these shows. I don't really care if one more screen has access to these things. But I know that there's a lot of people out there who that is their one device. You know, they they have the one device. Maybe it's not a lot of people, it's their cell phone, but this doesn't necessarily hook up to a TV. So what do you do? Well, you get yourself a Nintendo Switch because not only does, does that easily hook up to the TV, but you can also take it with you. So I can understand why people would find streaming services like uh, Netflix and Hulu and now Disney Plus uh, attractive on uh, a device like the Nintendo Switch. In fact, here's a little pro tip for you guys. I read this this morning. I don't know if it's true because I haven't personally tried it. Uh, But if you have the YouTube app on your Nintendo Switch, you can then dock it so that YouTube is up on the screen. And then you can use your phone and you can basically Chromecast your, your, your YouTube video, whatever YouTube video you're watching, I suggest maybe one of the one of mine. Uh, you can Chromecast one of your videos that you're watching to your Nintendo Switch, and then it's going to show on the TV, which is that's pretty damn cool. Uh, anyway, a little just a little uh, um, a pro tip for you guys. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right. One of my favorite things to do is play video games. One of my second favorite things to do is play board games. I am a huge fan of board games, and now I get to combine board games with video games in a way that never before. Um, We're talking about Catan. Now, if you don't know what Catan is, it is a very, very cool... Okay, let me back up. There's board games, and then there's board games, okay? And the way that I differentiate between the two because I said the two things exactly the same is there's games that are boring and then there's board games which are awesome Uh, I put things like shoots and ladders life monopoly that kind of stuff that those are boring I'm not interested in those games and then I put games like settlers of Catan 
the legend of drist um space cadets like these are games that are fantastic board games that are lots and lots of fun and settlers of of Catan is one of those those board games which is really really good at introducing people to the world of awesome board games I know that there's probably a lot of people that are out there who are like, I don't really like board games, but it's because you've not played good ones. You've probably only played the crappy ones like Monopoly. And I know that people in my chat always give me a hard time because I hate Monopoly. It is a horrible, horrible board game and it is no fun. It is zero fun. Zero funds given. All right. I don't like Monopoly, but I love Catan. Catan is awesome. And it is one of the most popular board games ever. And it's coming to the Nintendo Switch on June 20th. Now, if you've never played it before, it's basically a resource uh, settling and uh, trading game where you have uh, a bunch of hexagons all over this all over the board. I think they're maybe they're octagons. I can't remember. I think they're hexagons. Uh, you got a bunch of hexagons out there. And these hexagons, um, you, you put them all together and then, you know, one of them will have certain crops on it or certain materials that you need on it. And you can use those materials if you can capture that spot. And uh, there's other players who are also trying to do the same thing that you have to build roads and you have to trade things back and forth. And it's it's just a really, really fun game. And D Digital is bringing it to the Nintendo Switch, and it's coming out on the 20th, and I'm very interested in seeing uh, how it goes, and uh, Vaxer in chat just tweeted, or didn't tweet at me, he just uh, dropped a link in chat, and they, yes, I'm right, they are hexagons, Uh, and then you've got like these dice and cards in order to play and uh, build out your, your settlement uh, where you can, you know, win the game. It's, it's super fun, and if you've never played it, I highly recommend it. Let's go over to feedback. Buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1 and get Sonic 2 free. Act now. Act now. Um, you know what else you could act now with? You could send a tweet at me. I'm RunJumpStomp on Twitter. And you can use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. Okay? And that, that way I can easily find it. Uh, Tim tweeted at me at Valorian Theater. Uh, they said at run jump stomp. I said ape out was my favorite game being played. Then the messenger got my attention and has taken the mantle. It looks like there's some additional content coming too. Don't miss out on this one. So it looks like the messenger is getting more content. This is that Ninja Gaiden looking game. Uh, it's getting more content and it's coming this year. It's called picnic panic. DLC and it looks really really good. Um I have not played the messenger. I need to play the messenger because it just looks fantastic. I think I avoided it because it was it looked really difficult. Uh but I love the juxtaposition of this ninja going on a vacation in like a beachfront area. It's just so weird looking, but you know, this game is very, very popular, and I've heard awesome things about it. And now it's getting um, DLC, which sounds awesome. Now, I'm looking to see if there's a cost for the DLC, and I'm not seeing 
the cost here anywhere. So maybe they haven't announced that yet. Um, uh, anyway, if, if you haven't checked out the, the messenger, I guess check it out. Cause it's supposed to be really, really great. Uh, I may end up picking it up just because, uh, Valorian theater says it's their favorite. Atten- it's their favorite game on a Nintendo in the last few months. So I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, we got an email from Ralph, an old-timey email from Ralph. They said, Hello, William. I hope my email finds you well, as I am at work enjoying one of our many podcast, one of your many podcasts, I wonder, since you are a teacher and kids are the primary audience for video games, do you tell them about your podcasts? And if you do, do you ever chat it up with them about games? I don't know, but I've always wanted to ask you that. I'm sorry. Uh, There was a weird line break there. I've always wanted to ask you that ever since you first said that you were a teacher. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Keep up the great work. I feel like the dollar I pay each month for Patreon is a steal for all your great content. P.S. Excuse my old timey intro to the email. I was in a Civil War era type mood. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you very much, Ralph. Um, No, I don't tell my students about my podcast. I am very focused on work when I'm at work. And we are working towards a goal of being able to better understand astronomy, meteorology, and geology. And we don't have time to talk about video games. However, every once in a while, a kid will notice, like, because I wear weird socks all the time. And a kid might notice, or maybe I'm wearing my Zelda shoes. uh, And they'll notice and they'll be like, do you play video games? And I say, yes, I do. I love playing video games. But I never talk about my podcast at all. And uh, I, I kind of try and keep those worlds separate. Kids always asking me what kind of games I play. And I always say I play all kinds of games because all kinds of games are awesome. Thank you for the email. Uh, by the way, if you want to email me uh, like Ralph did, you can email me at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Though I do prefer I do prefer that you guys tweet at me because it makes it easier for me. Uh, I also have an email from Love My Ness. They said... Hey, Bill, I found this interesting. Not sure if you are aware of custom Super Smash Brothers controllers on Kickstarter, uh, and I had seen them. They looked really, really good. However, it looks like the project has been removed from Kickstarter due to a dispute about intellectual property. Interesting to see if Nintendo is involved in this. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks. Love my Ness. Um, Well, thank you very much for emailing me. Yes. I do think that Nintendo uh, is is uh, defending their copyright. And I know that there are a lot of people out there who are probably like, oh, my God, Nintendo, what the hell are you doing? People are just trying to make something cool. And you're you're coming in and ruining everybody's fun time. And I, I can understand why you might feel that way. But Nintendo is legally required to defend their trademark or copyright. I always get copyright and trademark mixed up. I'm not a lawyer. If you're a lawyer, feel free to... Uh, tweet at me, hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft, and let me know if it's copyright or trademark that I should be using in this example. Uh, but Nintendo is legally required to defend their trademark copyright. Otherwise, they could lose it. Uh, if you don't defend your intellectual property when somebody else tries to use it, then you give the possibility to forfeit the ability to defend it when somebody comes along and does something that you really hate. So for instance, if, and this is, 
I, I keep and try and keep the show family friendly. Uh, if somebody started making a, a, a Bowsette movie, and you know the kind of movie that I'm referring to, Nintendo probably wouldn't like that, so they would want to defend that. Now, if they didn't defend against these, um, these custom controllers, then it hurts their legal chances of defending against the other thing that I'm talking about. So, at the end of the day, I think Nin- Nintendo did the right thing by defending their intellectual property because that is what you are legally obligated to do or you might get screwed later, like maybe Bowsette. Hopefully I'm making making sense. Listen up, guys. You can become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. We've got 500 people in there. Get in there and have fun. Talk to others, other like-minded individuals. If you're listening to this podcast or watching this show on YouTube or Twitch, then guess what? You would fit in well over there 99% of the time. Uh, You can also watch the show live on my Twitch channel. Uh, Get a hold of me uh, through... Uh, Twitter at RunJumpStomp and use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you want to support the show uh, like Love My Nest does, uh, you can easily, uh, oh, and Ralph, wow, both of them are, are patrons. Thank you, guys. If you want to support the show, it's super easy to do. Head on over to RunJumpStomp.com slash thank you. I list a whole bunch of ways that you can support the show over there. And if you like this show and you want to check out more shows like it, it's super easy to do. RunJumpStomp.com slash shows. We've got uh, Run Jump Stomp, which is my general video game podcast. We've got Nintendo Switchcraft, which you're listening to right now. I don't know why I'm telling you that. You know. And then we've got StadiaCast, our brand new show all about Google Stadia. So make sure you check those shows out. Uh, The music from today's show is, of course, Noteblock, as always. And I will see you all next time. Until then, make sure that you guys fold your cardboard in a way that it doesn't cut your face when you put them goggles on. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.